Hi friends, I'm so excited to be sharing my story finally on this podcast. It has been a long road here filled with trial and error, but I'm so stoked to share and hopefully drop some nuggets for you that I have uncovered over the past few years. And I wish I would have known sooner, like a lot sooner, but that's okay. It has taken this journey for me to figure out what I needed to do in order to heal my emotional eating, my binge eating that I've been experiencing since I was young, um, and hopefully pass that on to you guys. So before I spill all the beans on my past and share this crazy adventure that landed me here with y'all, I would love to celebrate and show my appreciation for some of you who are tuning in to the very first episode. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped. can't believe I'm saying that. But I would love if you guys could go please leave a five-star review on this podcast, on Apple Podcasts, and I'll be picking a few of you guys to send a $25 Target gift card just as my way to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And again, I'm hoping you can grab these nuggets throughout this podcast. Um, In the review section, if you want to leave like recommendations or something you want to hear or a topic you want me to cover in this podcast, I would appreciate the feedback. You guys do not know how much it means to me that you're here and that you're willing to take of 30 seconds and leave me a review or like I said, leave some feedback for your girl. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. So the idea of this first episode is to really share with you guys a little bit about my journey from a very authentic and vulnerable spot It's scary sharing these details, and if you followed me personally on social media, you would see that I've been sharing my health and wellness journey for quite some time now, but I've kind of shied away or maybe didn't have the clarity that I needed to really share about my binge eating and my emotional eating that I've actually been battling since I was a kid. I'm not kidding. And so I want to hop into that because I really do think that if we look back into our childhood, we can find a lot of those instances where... As adults, we may now be struggling uh, with some serious issues. At least that's how it is for me. So the earliest I can remember feeling shame around how much I was eating was when I was probably in kindergarten, if not pre-K. I'm trying to think back. But basically, um, I'm from a set of divorced parents. And so both of my parents wanted to keep things very steady for me as much as they can and were instructed even by Um, the counselor that they had to find something that they could keep really consistent in my life. So my dad and I always went and got breakfast out and about before school. And our choice was Burger King. (laughs) And I remember if you were here in the 90s, (laughs) let's talk about this because an egg and cheese croissant with the cine minis from Burger King, that hit different, right? And so I remember having an egg and cheese croissant with my dad getting cine minis, me and him would split it and we would share a Coke on our way to school. And that was just kind of our time together. And that's when I first started realizing like, oh my gosh, this is fun. Eating is fun, right? And so I remember connecting emotion back with that. Well, I'm not kidding. In kindergarten, I remember saying like, dad, I'm really hungry. Like, 
can I order two of them? I'm kidding you not that I would eat two. It got to the point where I was eating two egg and cheese croissants, splitting cinnamonies, and drinking a Coke with my dad. And my dad wanted the best for me, right? He wanted me to be um, correctly fed before school. He believes that breakfast is the best meal of the day, and I would agree. And that's how his mom raised him. But the problem was is that I was actually using that food to control And I didn't realize it at the time that that's what I was doing. And so whenever I would kind of look at my friend's plates, if I would hop in to uh, hang out with my friend before school, because our dads like kind of worked close, um, you know, I would see her plate and it was not near as filled as mine was. But I just attributed it to like I'm thick skin, like that's, you know, uh, like short, stocky, that kind of thing. Like I could eat, like nobody ever had to tell me that I needed to eat, right? So that's where it kind of started. I started realizing that my plate looked a little different. And I started having trouble fitting my clothes. Like as young as kindergarten, first grade, I remember feeling those things and seeing smaller girls and not being able to run fast at PE. And those things start so early. And that's just a piece of my story. But then it really trickled in. And I'll skip to high school from there. I got my license. I kind of hung back from sports. I played on growing up all the time, even in, and I'll, I'll skip around with my journey as I remember the details, but like, let's take, for example, like early high school when I was playing like rec league basketball, me and my friend would get dropped off by the bus. I would go home, eat a bowl of ramen noodles, Doritos, and a Coke before I went to basketball practice. How crazy is that? I used to scarf it down. We had basketball practice at like four. So by the time I got home at three, 3.30, I would eat that and then we would walk over to the park and go to our basketball practice. How crazy is that? But that was the reality of me. Like I just, I knew I wanted food. I wasn't necessarily always hungry. I just knew that I wanted food. And of course, high school, get your driver's license, get a job. You don't have to rely so much on your parents to just eat what's at home. I was able to drive. Me and my boyfriend could go out. Then boyfriend, now husband. Hey, Jake. I was able to um, go out to eat because we could afford it. And it only got worse from there, right? So the next step for me was after I had completely lost control in high school, I went to college where the pressure of wanting to be thinner and more fit and looking at this sea of people that are your age that you didn't know in high school and start comparing yourself, it can be a rough time, not to mention just having food at your disposal, right? That is just a recipe for a disaster for me. And it was. And so I struggled all through college. And then when it came time for me to get a job, I had to move out of my hometown. So sad, but it ended up being a huge blessing. I went to Greensboro and from there I got a corporate job and I didn't know anybody. I was so lonely in Greensboro. I really only had the people that I worked with as friends and we didn't hang out outside of work that much in the beginning. And so my problems only started to get so much worse. It was so desperate, you guys. I remember struggling at a gym and going in there for constant cardio and didn't know weightlifting. That's a different subject for a different day. But I never addressed the nutrition issue because that's what I was missing at the time. Well, combining me having an unlimited choice of fast food options as well as some Chipotle tacos, because your girl loves tacos, but also the money to spend on that fast food, right? Because I had a big girl job. 
that was just probably my lowest point in this journey and what actually made me find a sustainable physical solution, which I'll talk about in a second. But I hit a desperate moment out there and that was really the start of my whole health journey. I had ordered, I'm not kidding, a large Papa John's uh, Hawaiian pizza delivered to my house, you guys, four nights in a row. And on my couch, while watching One Tree Hill on Netflix, I ate a large pizza to myself, complete with Doritos. Don't forget the Doritos. Four nights in a row. On that fourth night, I broke. I broke down in tears. I didn't know what to do. I I was so ashamed. No way, no how anybody knew this was going on. This was totally in behind closed doors. The amount of shame I felt. Oh, it breaks my heart thinking about that girl who, I don't know, just needed needed a solution. And enter in my physical solution. I joined with a coach on social media uh, with Beachbody, and I was able to find a physical solution from home. And that is what I've been doing and still do the past, well, I don't know, five or six years. I think it was back in 2016 I joined, and it's 2021 now, so five years, something like that. <laughs> but that became my physical solution. It eliminated the roadblocks that I had. I used to use the excuse that it was raining outside. I couldn't go to the gym. Raise your hand if that was you. Be honest. Raise your hand because I know I'm not the only one. I made up any excuse to not go to the gym and work out because I wasn't seeing any progress. I didn't know what I was doing. But the Beachbody solution for me really broke down what I needed to be eating, what portions I That was the key thing. The portions, what I needed to be eating, how to cook, workouts that I could do at home. I was joined back in the days of the DVDs that you had to order. And that became my physical solution. And of course, I'm going to talk about that more in the podcast. I am a coach with them. I can help connect you to your results. But I also kind of want to put a disclaimer here. I want you to be successful. That is my main goal of starting this podcast and sharing. And if you want to be in my community over there, absolutely you can join. I also want you to feel empowered to be able to use this podcast wherever you're finding success. Because what I'm doing on this podcast is not necessarily the physical solution. I can help you in the community on that side. But this podcast is meant to address still that missing thing that I had, which was the spiritual side and the mindset side of really changing once and for all and and finding that healing that apparently I needed that I didn't know that I need. (laughs) Um, So I, you know, really dove in to the physical solution that I had found. And I was still, you know, I was I was finding results when I was doing the program and I was following it and I was involved in, and am involved into an incredible community. And I think that that's a huge aspect of it. But I was still missing that thing that would keep me here and keep me on my journey and start to learn how to treat my body with goodness and start to heal myself from the inside and address those issues that I had with food. Not necessarily body image, because I have thick skin, guys. I really could care less what people say about me. That's just kind of my look on life. Like, if you're going to judge me for how I look, well, okay, judge away. <laughs> I don't. It just doesn't really bother me. I don't put the weight uh, of, of my worth in other people's opinions. That's just not how I was raised. I was raised that I looked to God to know my worth. And so I really didn't care what other people thought about me. And of course, I wanted to be confident, 
But that confidence needed to come from being internally confident instead of looking to others for validation and their opinions, because that gets you nowhere. So what changed? What actually made me want to find success from the inside instead of just having the physical solution? Because we all know a physical solution that probably works, but why haven't we been able to be successful with it? Have we asked ourselves that question? Why do we feel like we have to do this yo-yo game? Why do we feel like we have to be on point for a set amount of weeks or before vacation or for a wedding or for a high school reunion or for whatever? Why do we have like this time stamp and this pressure to restrict ourselves into this physical solution? Why wouldn't we want to heal the internal part and and? find success that can be sustainable for a lifetime. That is what I was missing. Insert the book Food Triggers. uh, And that book really changed the game for me. I will link in the show notes uh, the exact title as where, like where you can find it. And that way you guys can read it for yourself. It's the perfect blend of science and why we struggle with food addiction meets faith. And it, that's really what opened my eyes. So I love referring back to that book. And I hope to share more book recommendations with you guys that will help you on your journey. Because I know that that's what has really helped me is kind of doing that self-searching, digging. But in this podcast, I kind of want to break through those and point you guys to these resources that I had to find for myself because there was no one pointing the way. I really had to do that digging and, and discovery myself. And maybe you've landed on this podcast and you didn't know that you struggle with emotional eating. So I really wanted to ask you guys some questions to help uh, generate those thoughts and see if this is something that you could be struggling with. So number one, I'm going to give you four of simple questions that I think will help kind of uncover if you might be struggling with emotional eating. Number one, have you struggled with your ability to control yourself around food? So do you feel impulsive around food? Do you feel like you're not, quote unquote, complete without a certain thing on the table? For instance, when I go get Mexican, I want to order queso or it doesn't actually feel like I'm getting that true experience that I like to have when I go out to Mexican, right? Like, do do you have like this longing? It's past the point of cravings. Like, yes, there's cravings, but it's, it's almost deeper than that. Like, Do you feel like you need food, but you're not really hungry? It's a very um, ravenous, emotional type feeling. Or it could be lighter than that, right? But I'm just describing what I have felt in the past. So that was number one. Have you struggled with your ability to control yourself around food? Number two, do you struggle with the yo-yoing of diets? Are you on again, off again? Are you hot and then cold? Are you all in and then nope, you're all out. You don't care what you're consuming. Like you're very much hot and cold with the extremes of your relationship with food. Okay, so that was number two. Number three, have you tried every physical solution in the books with nothing sticking, right? I have tried weight loss pills. I have tried uh, hypnotherapy, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Another, like, can we put, like, a disclaimer here? I'm horrible at grammar. I make up words all the time. You can ask my family. So, just gonna leave that there. 
Okay, close disclaimer. But <laughs> number three, have you tried every physical solution in the books? So it took me a long road to find my physical solution, which works for me. Um, and I know that you may have a different physical solution that works for you. I, all I ask is that you are finding a physical solution for yourself that is sustainable and really is not focused just on a short-term uh, gain or loss if you're trying to lose weight, uh, but but you're really focused on that sustainable lifestyle way of eating and you just want to feel like you're in control again, right? So um, have you tried every physical solution? That's number three. Number four, do you tend to feel shame around what you eat or you want to hide? So I have like a quick little breakdown of guilt versus shame. Guilt is more around the lines of admittance and shame describes basically who you are. So let's say you, as a kid, lied to your parents and you said, sorry, mom, I fibbed, I lied to you, right? That's the admittance of that guilt. Shame is when you really start thinking, man, I'm a horrible person. I'm a liar. The shame defines you, right? Where the guilt is like, yes, I made a mistake. I am owning it and we are moving forward. But the shame sets in where it really starts to define you and gets like really mental and you want to hide, right? Like you feel not just the point of guilty, but you really feel like, what are people going to think of me? Like that kind of like heaviness is the shame kicking in. So that's what I mean in number four. Like, do you tend to feel shame around what you eat and you want to hide? Do you closet eat? Do you speaking from experience, shove a Dorito bag to the bottom of the trash can because you don't want your husband to find it. <laughs> I told y'all I was getting vulnerable. Like, I'm not, I, I I want you guys to know, like, I struggle with this too. It's very real. I am working on healing, right? Like, this is a process. And thankfully, God is my partner in this. And, and I'm going to talk about that um, some more. But that was number four. So do you tend to feel shame around what you eat or you want to hide? So if you answered yes to any of those questions, you could be struggling with some form of emotional eating. And what I want you to know is that there is hope. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about finding hope, finding healing from this emotional eating train, this binge eating train, because oh, I'm so ready to get off this train, right? Like I I'm, I'm want to be set free, right? And I really feel like I am there and it is a daily walk with God to claim that freedom that he's already given me. And I want others to feel it too. And that's how I've kind of landed on this podcast with you guys. And this can get really emotional for me because I have dreamed of a podcast for quite some time. But just like anything else, God's timing is perfect. And I didn't know what I wanted to talk about on a podcast one day. Like I've juggled with so many ideas, but this clarity really came to me when I feel like God called me to share this with somebody who needs it. And just like in my coaching journey with Beachbody and that physical solution, I'm all about helping one person. If I have to create this podcast and put the work into it and be brave and step out, even though it's very scary to be so vulnerable, if it helps one single person, it was worth it. It's worth it. Because I wish, and I'm thankful, right? I'm thankful for those people that have gone before me and shared their knowledge about emotional eating and binge eating, especially from a faith perspective. But for me, I want to pass that blessing on 
And I want to do the same thing for someone else. I want someone to feel those, like I know this is cliche, but feel those chains break. I want someone to feel like they don't have to feel this shame around what they're eating. I, I want women to feel um, more confident from the internal side and not what others are saying about them. I want wives to feel confident around their husbands. That is a whole nother topic that I will get into into this podcast talking about like how does confidence affect your marriage, right? Like how does it affect intimacy in your marriage? And I know that there are women that are listening to this podcast that were me five years ago. You are desperate and you are hungry for a solution and something that will stick and you're tired of beating yourself up because you feel like you don't have that self-control. You guys, I've been there. I've questioned like, why is my life so good in all these other places? I graduated college. I got a good job. I got promotions, like all these other things I feel like I can work so hard at and succeed. And I have a good marriage and I married my high school sweetheart and I've done all the right things. But like, why in this one area can I not get a grip? Why can I not control this thing? Why is it kryptonite? And what I actually found in all of my self-discovery is that I was battling the wrong enemy the entire time. I thought I was my own enemy. And what I actually came to find out is that I was fighting the enemy, a spiritual enemy. And I am not one to be a Bible beater and to like make you feel some type of way. I'm just here to tell you my personal experience and my personal testimony of what God has done in my life with this journey of emotional eating and how he has set me free. And I can't wait to share those resources with you guys Uh, physical, tangible solutions, but as well as like some spiritual work too, because that has been the thing that has unlocked me. When I realized that I was fighting spiritual warfare, that's a churchy term, guys. Like I'm, I'm here to be real. If you don't like me saying the word churchy term, sorry, I'm just going to say how I feel because I know that I needed to hear this type of voice when I was struggling, but I realized that I was actually fighting spiritual warfare. And it was winning. And when I found that out, I broke down in my living room. And I realized that this whole time, the enemy was telling me lies. The enemy was telling me I was worthless and that I should feel shameful. And getting in the very dark times of my emotional eating journey, oh, you guys, it was dark. I am an Enneagram 7 And I love people. I can talk all day, dream big dreams. When you see a person that is that high on life and flamboyant go down to someone who does not want to see their friends, who doesn't want to talk on the phone, who doesn't want to go to like girls night, there is something wrong. There is something wrong with me and I knew it. And I was really in a very, very dark place. And it was scary. And I didn't know how to pull myself out of it until I encountered God's goodness and found my way out through the spiritual side. And I hope that you hang with me. If you're not a very spiritual person, I'm going to give you tangible, physical advice in this podcast. But I am also going to speak from the spiritual 
mental side because I know that that's what helped me and I'm here to share anything and everything that will help you. So if you're not super spiritual or this is not really your type of thing, hang with me here because I promise I'm going to share things from all sides that have helped me because that that's what I want to do. I want to pass along anything that will give you one step forward uh, that can really help you in this journey. I hope this has given you a small taste of what this podcast will be about, and I'm excited to go along in this new season of life with you guys. I really want to build out this incredible community, and I strongly believe in the power of community. It has definitely helped save me more times than not, and I believe that we are created for community. So with that being said, when you go to leave your review I want to first say thank you. Thank you for taking the 30 seconds to go leave that review. I really want your feedback and suggestions for topics that I can discuss on future podcasts. This podcast is meant to serve you guys. This is meant to serve first. This is what I feel led to do. I feel like I'm definitely in my purpose in this season of life. And I hope as much as this podcast is for me, it's for you guys. I'm just behind this mic, but I want this to be something that you guys can tune into weekly and feel encouraged or join my community and find a battle buddy to do this with or whatever it may be. I just want this to be able to encourage you. So if you will go leave feedback, it's very valuable, especially in the beginning phase, because this is going to help me generate ideas or maybe answer some of y'all's questions that you may have, like very direct things that I can feature on the podcast. I want to know if you guys want Bible verses to refer to, meal plans, recipes, anything, book recommendations, podcasts that I'm listening to, whatever I can do to serve you guys and help you be free from emotional eating. That's what I want to do because ultimately I want y'all to feel happy and confident and find this free life that I have right now. I want you guys to feel this type of way, uh, living in your purpose. And I strongly believe that if you're held down by the chains of emotional eating and and this shame and this constant yo-yo and this like unending roller coaster that you seem to be on, this hamster wheel, it can be very hard to realize your purpose in life. If you want to get spiritual about it, because we go and get spiritual in this podcast, if you want to get spiritual about it, the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. He will use any means necessary to kill, steal, and destroy. He will kill your joy, steal your happiness, and destroy your life. Guys, I want you to know that that is real. You may call it whatever you want to call it. If you don't want to call it the enemy, that's fine. I'm talking from the way I relate and maybe some of you relate, but those dark moments, that's the enemy playing his game. I'm going to talk so much more about the enemy. I don't want to get into it right now because that's for future episodes on this pod, but I want you to know that it's real and that is what I was fighting the entire time. So go leave me a review. I really appreciate it. And remember, I will be picking $25 gift card winners for those of you who leave the reviews. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. 
I always want this to be a two-way conversation and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me though so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.